Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Live. Hello, we are <gasps> Hello. live. Yeah, that was for... specifically for PJ. We are live. Oh, <laughs> yeah, not really for anybody else. Yeah, not, not really for anybody else. For the rest of the world. Stay in live. Uh, welcome, everybody. Trailer talk. We're back. We're, d- we're doing things. We're talking about trailers. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm joined. I'm Drew, and I'm joined by Pagan, PJ, Hello. and Steph. You're kind of experts. I mean, okay. self-proclaimed. I'm ready. Maybe. Are we live? Experts? No. Yeah. No, we're not. Keep talking about whatever you want. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'll continue to, to kind of delayed my reaction there. If you saw that. Yeah. It was very good. Yeah. Very good, sir. I like that. PJ, PJ, that you choice. can't, you can't use a Starbucks cup. That's like product placement. We can have product placement. We're not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. No, no, You don't know what I'm getting. We could, we could try and get product placement <laughs> sponsorship. Starbucks, please. Side, please. Side I swear to God, a certain yeah, someone who hustle. won't be mentioned did that behind our backs on shows when it would get positioned and it would be like, <laughs> Oh really? This? Yeah. Why are you doing that? Why you got to wear that one <laughs> yeah uh, no reason well you know <laughs> <laughs> i got swag i gotta promote yo yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, mission impossible shit, guys you. did you guys know there's a new mission impossible movie coming out is that something on your radar what's, what's i actually didn't impossible? know it was coming out but i'm i'm here for it you're here for it okay i'm sure well, they're gonna go to mission impossible 40 so <clears throat> but this was this, this was a covid disaster movie yes a disaster mm-hmm. Why oh my god, were you not following oh, everything? The, the production that was going got shut down. The production oh, I see what you're saying. Down, I, see, I, thought you, I thought you meant like it's like a disaster. He got in trouble for saying certain things. Yeah, did you hear his meant like his sh- breakdown on set, which wasn't really a breakdown yeah. on set? He just fucking let loose on set. Yeah, yeah, more than I mean, once. Well, right. he, got, yeah. he got it for more than once. Uh, and then the, the, mean, the, 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 a train crashed into their. What was the one with the crash? Something. One of their, a production truck crashed into their stunt train. Oh my god. Or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what like you're saying. This thing has the, been the production trains crashed into their stunt car. So they had a, some yeah. sort of stunt train, and then yeah. a production car, and one of them hit the other one. Ah, uh, oh, yeah. fuck! Uh, yeah. They have a real train. Maybe the stunt train attacked at the real train. It was like something jealous. like that. It was like, this is a real train. I'm the stunt Buddy, train. I don't quote, quote my sources. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Thomas the train. Take you out stunt train. Yeah, I do. I do I remember this stunt like blowing up though because of his uh, his. I want to say I want to say meltdown because people like put that on set like his his big uh, blow up on set. Was it a but, meltdown like, though? I mean, yeah. like fucking legitimized for sure. Like I could totally understand with him. He was like high stakes executive producer, like fucking running the show, and someone's not following COVID procedure, and that could just get their entire production shut down. Uh, yeah. And he made some it good costs points. Us it costs, it costs a lot us of Red money. Bear, yeah. just Red Bear on the little yeah. shoots that we do. And they're not little. We do big shoots. We do million-dollar shoots. Yeah. It's $30,000 a day yeah. for COVID protocol. And that's and a that's, small That's a small little, little thing. Can you imagine yeah. what the cost on that yeah. per yeah. day? Yeah. 
Yeah, the amount of COVID, uh, like, yeah. I mean, and, and just to mm. think, and imagine production gets shut down because a lot of people get it. Like, that's costing the studio a ton of money, right, to pause everything, right? The actors can't, that pushes, like, so, like, things are scheduled so other actors can go do other jobs, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just, it's not but a look good at it, thing, look at it right? this way. Look at it this way when you think about the cost. You got 100 extras that have got to show up on set, right? In COVID nowadays, you have to get 200. Mm-hmm. 100 sit in their car and wait while mm-hmm. they get the, if their COVID test from in the period goes positive yeah. and then they automatically swipe them out and if they don't the person drives home but you still had to pay them yeah, yeah so can you, you, gotta you imagine, can you imagine yeah. the cost wow but it's just yeah. the things well, like I mean he was saying you know people could lose their houses because the industry has <clears> shut down <throat> and everything and that's totally true people were fucking out of jobs not making money because they couldn't run anything in the industry and that's why Tom Cruise lost his shit. He was saying that they were the gold standard of the industry, that they were out there making production on set, on location. And he just had to jump through a fuck ton of hoops to even get the authority to do that with all the COVID procedures. <laughs> so then he had a meltdown because somebody had had uh, disobeyed protocol or yep. something. And I, I mean, fair fucking Jews. The stakes are high, man. Yeah. All in I mean, all, brings, but, 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 all but, in the game brings up some good points. In but the yeah, 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 he does. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and I, I think we have to both bring it back to reality. This We're making movies. <laughs> it's not yeah, like, yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, it is high stakes. Sure, a lot of money. Yeah, there's a lot of employed people and it affects a lot of lives. But it's still we're, we're making movies here, guys. This isn't like this isn't like a hospital like that's actually mm-hmm. curing, like helping people and saving so, lives. You so know what you I'm saying? You haven't like, been in Hollywood much, have you, Drew? Well, no, I know. But Come I mean, on. Like, you, but, they but, take their shit so serious. Once I, I am starts. not disagreeing with that. Wo- but like put it through the lens of like the average Joe that's like, I don't what the fuck is Tom Cruise bitching about? Like my grandmother died from COVID. You know what right. I'm saying? Like it's just it doesn't make any uh, like there's sometimes like you, the, we blow things out of the proportion in the media about things like this and then. Uh, because it's Tom Cruise, right? And because it's Mission Impossible and it's a lot of money, right? Where then we stop talking about the things that might actually really matter. So I do see both sides well, of it. Well, um, I mean, it's livelihood, though, isn't it? How many have you watched, Steph? Zero. Zero. Steph's <laughs> never <laughs> seen Impossible. one. It won't matter the for you then, is, huh? Well, what's the matter? You don't yeah. like Tom Cruise? <laughs> no. I just, I don't know why. Like, I've never seen them. They seem interesting, but it's never How been like, How many have you oh. watched, Pagan? Uh, all of them. Yeah. Drew? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I watch all of them. I, 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 I loved like all yeah. yeah. I like all. I like them all. I mean, there are some that like more wh- hit and miss. I like but, that one yeah. guy, that English guy. What's his name? Simon, Simon Pegg. Pegg. I love that guy. Whatever he tweeted he's me in, once. He responded to a tweet <laughs> once. So I was like, nice, yes. Can I touch your thumbs? <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, We're best yeah, friends. Simon Pegg's so. a, uh, <laughs> a cool dude. He's a big nerd, too, which is cool. I mean, he's a big Trekkie, yeah. obviously, because he, he plays mm-hmm. Scotty in the new Star Trek, but he's also like a fan. Uh, so he's sort of, uh, he just seems like a genuine, uh, cool chat, cool chat. Um, uh, yeah. So, okay. But so this is the s- seventh movie in, in the mission impossible franchise. Yeah. This is part one mission impossible. It's called mission impossible, um, dead reckoning, dead reckoning part one. So this is a two parter. This is, I, I, I don't know if the two parter means, so someone in the chat may correct me or for maybe if you guys know, this is the penultimate, uh, movie. So I don't know if this means that this is the next movie is the last one or if there's one more two-parter does that make sense i'm not quite sure how that they're making uh, number eight yeah no i know they're making obviously part one there's going to be part two two. but this they're 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 wrapping up the franchise like this is supposed to be the end so i don't know if this part two is the end or if this is the penultimate like part one part two of another part one part they're they're thinking about redoing it with tom holland as the character 
<laughs> I'd watch it. Start, start younger. I know start you're dirty on Tom Holland. I will start watch it. Again. Every, every yeah. meeting in Hollywood goes, what's Tom Holland doing? <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, listen, if you're yeah. a smart person in media, being like, can we get Tom Holland on this? Instant money. So here's the, here's the thing with, with so I, I've liked Tom Cruise. I always like him. Congrats on that $100 million opening this weekend for Top Gun. 150. Watched, yeah, 150 can't wait to see that. I think it's yeah, even that's higher. His, I think the final You know, that's his biggest right. all-time opening of his no entire way. career, and oh, wow. that is quite a career. Um, I rewatched Top Gun over the wow. weekend. Such a cheesy Same. movie. So I watched good. it yesterday. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, it's so awesome. I never said it wasn't awesome, but like, it's you know, cheesy. from that time period, remember? <laughs> yeah, um, sure. That's good. Do you feel, how do you guys feel about like Tom Cruise? Like he's a massive, massive actor. You, uh-huh. you take Julia Roberts, you take all these people that have, Jack Nicholson, uh, uh, Nich- Nicholas, all these people that, which one is it? I was mixing up with the golfer. The, uh, <laughs> they're too big now. Like, they have come big. to the screen with so much baggage. Like, they come with their Nicole Kidman Whoa. issues, and they're jumping on the couch with Oprah Winfrey and their, <laughs> and their Scientology and their divorce. Like, it's very hard for me to separate all that story when I see the guy. on. It's like why I have problems watching my friends on screen. I, I just can't separate my friend from the character. So I think what happens with these movies, it's, it's, I don't think... You got to love, want to watch Tom Cruise because otherwise, I think they get too big for their roles. They are bigger than the character they play. Mm. Yes. Well, that that's the difference between I think an actor and a celebrity. Does that make sense? Right. Like a so, movie right. star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. a movie star. Yeah, like a movie star like brings the stardom, right? Like that's what like it's like you when you when you hire the Rock, you're not hiring. The, you're not hiring him to play like a character. Sure, he's he's he has a name as a character, but he's playing The Rock. You know what I'm saying? Like just like Tom right. Cruise is going to be playing Tom Cruise. Now it's a version of Tom Cruise called Ethan Hunt, but it's still mostly Tom Cruise, right? Um, and that's okay because we like that. It's it's we like Tom Cruise as the actor when he's on screen. He's charismatic. He brings there's gravity to him you can't stop watching him he does his own stunts it's part of his stick you know what i'm saying so it's it's all part of like that wrapped up into thing that we call now movie star right now we're not everybody has that and that's okay you know and that's fine but i think that's that's what makes does the character ever become too big and i give you an, an example johnny depp goes back does the first movie after all of this crap and in the movie he he has to hit a woman why would you choose Are you a role not like going to bring? I yeah, know, but you're going to bring all your baggage. <laughs> you're going to bring all that baggage with you. Amber Heard is she going to get a role? Like with, with there's so much negativity. All I'm just saying is, is that at some point I find, and that's why some of these movies I don't watch, is because I cannot separate the character from the actor anymore, and it's I can't get into the movie. When the first times yeah. those big movies, you just get so immersed. I don't think it's as, as easy to do anymore when the character is that big. That's interesting. I don't. I actually don't really think that. I I, I just I, I kind of just don't. I mean, I have a great way of like disassociating their sub celebrity persona with the character that they're playing. Like I, I don't I don't look at John, Jack Sparrow for example. I see Johnny Depp. I see Jack Sparrow. You know, it's the same with Tom Cruise really. But I think Tom Cruise has just played two similar roles because those are the roles he likes doing. And if he likes doing them and they make money, why can't he? You know, and he does his own stunts. Mm-hmm. It's really impressive. Like. I do think that being in the film industry, though, has kind of um, taken away a lot of that. But it's not character based and it's never actor based, funnily enough, like which is something that I probably would associate with. 
it's more um, set or production based. So I notice particularly smoky rooms, for example, you know, when they fill the room with smoke to sort of add density, I would notice that. And then that takes me out of the movie rather than seeing the person and the character. Like I notice small like production things or continuity mm -hmm. errors or something. That's more what I'll be disassociated with rather than a famous person on screen like Tom Cruise. I think if Tom Cruise came out now and did a, a Shakespearean um, Baz Luhrmann, like, I don't know, Romeo and Juliet spinoff, I'd still see whatever character he plays. <laughs> like, I wouldn't see really, like, I don't really associate it with like that. I would watch that. <laughs> yeah, I would watch that too. <laughs> just because it's Baz. Just because it's Baz, yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean, to be fair, Tom Cruise so has just done some, some, some stuff that is not, like, it's still Tom Cruise, but I mean, when you look at, like, Vanilla Sky... Or like yeah. risky business, you know, like he's doing something different, right? It's not quite the like the cocky, like I'm a super bartender, I'm a super airplane pilot, I'm the super spy, right? Like it's not always like the time, the best at what I do. Let me do it, and I'm gonna do it in a cool fashion. It's sometimes he does take on some roles. Born on the Fourth of July, I think he was actually nominated for Best Actor oh, well. for that role. You're picking old um, pitches, though. We have Jack Reacher, Mission Impossible. Like what has sure. he done? Well, so he 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 he's, decided he's to do this. Thing. You know, like it's his projects well, that he's typing himself yeah, into. I think really. since Top Gun. Like he wanted to probably get into Born in the Fourth of July was one of my favorites he no. did. Yeah, Born with Fourth of July was was after Top Gun, and so but I think he decided like, listen, I'm gonna do a thing, and he, and, and this is who Tom, Tom Cruise is. I mean, we see the guy flies planes. He landed a helicopter at the premiere of this of uh, uh, a, a premiere of Top Gun at the premiere screening with celebrities like everybody's taking him. he literally mm -hmm. flew his own helicopter and landed it in front of like the theater so like the guy is sort of like personifies this idea of like i'm gonna do my own stunts and he sort of brought that to the new genre of of, of like movie making he sort of put his put the stamp in the ground and said like this is what i'm going to do i'm going to save movies and like the big budget movies like the things that the action films this is what it means to me, and these are the types of movies I want to be known for, right? Like, that's kind of, he's sort of gone and done that, right? Yeah, it's his career we're, 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 mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, look at Top Gun. Like, he literally is flying a fighter jet. Like, he trained mm -hmm. to f fly, like, so that he could fly it and and be in those scenes so that it wouldn't be CGI. I mean, I mean, that's insane. Like, who does that? He's super it's committed. The 13th like, it's veil. It's the 13th veil of all Scientology people so that they have to do their own stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. Because, so this the, uh, yeah. because they have to do an insurance, life insurance policy to the Church of Scientology so they encourage the actors to do their own stuff. I mean, stuff. that makes, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the, the Scientology business really does. That's a rumor. Really That's a rumor. Don't quote me. That's a rumor. <laughs> it does mess with the persona. But like. You. That's why I feel like if he's in if he's in the public eye for something, like if he's done something mm -hmm. weird and wonderful yet again, Tom Cruise, it's always like, ah, oh, that guy. And there's like a massive eye roll with it because, you know, Scientology sure. is just associated with his name. But when mm -hmm. I go see a film, I don't automatically think Tom Cruise Scientology. I just think like, ah, this is going to be a cool action-packed movie that he's going to do his own sons that I'm going to be fucking impressed with. And I'd be like, wow, he could have died, but he didn't. <laughs> You know, like, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I just, I can, I, have a I can problem. definitely I, I do. The baggage comes with me. And then the, it's not the smoke in the room for me. For me, it's the screenwriting. I can go, ah, you had to put that in there for some reason. Or, or the line that oh, got really? ad lib, not ad lib. What's it called when they do the extra line? Yeah, it's the ad lib. They're improv. Improv, no, what's that yeah. word? ADR. 
ADR. Oh, ADR. Yeah, that gets me as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, uh, or like, you know, when they hit a certain plot point, and, you know, they're just, you he had to have that. I was doing it in Top Gun last night, or I was watching Top Gun. I go, oh, here's the party before before something bad's going to happen. And my daughter's like, well, what do you mean? I go, they always do this. Everybody's happy. They have a party, and then somebody's going to die. Sure as shit. His partner died, and my sis, my 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 daughter looks over at me and goes, "How did you know that?" Spoiler alert! Or when when you're watching a TV Top series, Top Gun, <laughs> the first one, the yeah. first one. If you haven't no, seen it since the '80s, there is a statute of limitations on spoiler alerts. Okay? <laughs> that is true. No, 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 that is totally true. Time? It's been out for a while. Listen, if you haven't if seen someone, it, that's on you. I haven't it's seen seven Empire Strikes Back. Seven years. Yeah. Someone tells me what happens. I will lose my shit. That is that can't be true. <laughs> not, not, to, not to switch, not to switch to Star Wars real quick. But Drew, I read an amazing article about why Star Wars sucks now that I oh. want to send to you. I thought yeah. this would make Drew so mad. Can I read it? Can you send it to me? Yeah, I will probably right agree with most of the points. Uh, I, I will. But it, it took I, a really I, interesting angle. I'm a very angle. like I, I go down the middle for Star Wars. I'm not like the crazy fanatics that love everything, but I'm also not like the haters that just hate on. Hate you know spew a bunch they, of I, I, I ride the middle you know, of Star right. Wars. I'm like, there's gonna be good and there's gonna be bad. You know, it is what it is. Uh, they blamed it on Gen Z, what was it Gen X, and one of them they go because they're making the movie. Oh, Gen it was Z. hilarious. I'm, you're I'm, you're I'm gonna actually, like it. I'm, I'm 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 gonna more blame Disney, but we can blame Gen Z. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's watch this trailer. I have All not right. seen it yes. yet, so this is gonna be an honest. Reaction. Uh, yeah, just yeah, just before we jump into the trailer, this trailer was leaked online. Like it came out last oh. week, but it was it was leaked online the day before, and then they released. Holy shit! There's seven of these. Did you see that there was a sword fight on the bridge with the Rebecca Ferguson's character? I yeah, watch. Well, I don't know if that was Rebecca. Is it? Or, it or looked like her character. Uh, well, there's a character like a villainous character that kind of looks like Rebecca Ferguson, kind of, uh, but it might be her. Um. There's a lot of running. This looks very epic. There's a lot of running. Yeah. Well, that's kind of Tom Cruise's thing in Mission Impossible. It is his thing. I mean, like, listen. He's 59 years old. I can't run like that. He's insane. He's hauling ass. He can book it. He can book it, dude. I mean, the guy's an athlete. That's the 11th veil of Scientology. Learn how to run fast. 11th veil. I said 13th the last time. Yeah, you did say the 13th. Come on. Keep up with the truth. I'm trying. Um, well, all right. I want to like this looks. This is either the greatest trailer that Mission Impossible has put out, or the most unfinished trailer that Mission Impossible has ever put out. I'm not. I can't decide which it is. So this is either like the most purposeful thing I've ever seen, and it's very and it, it's beautiful. Like it's actually a really smart way, a la Avatar. All this is is music and dope f- footage, right? Yeah. There's no like, there's no sound design, mm-hmm. right? Like you barely hear it. a few things, a few things, like a few. You heard like, that Pelman drop though with the bullet yeah, gun, right? With the we're bullet, we're... like you hear some sound, like yeah. some minor, but mostly it's gone. Like there's no bullets being fired, like or like c- crashes or True. glass shattering. There's none of that in here. It's it's clearly meant to just be like an atmospheric piece, and there's like some great dialogue from like a past. Uh, from like a, a uh, the actor that was in actually the very first uh, Mission Impossible, who's making a cameo or not a cameo appearance, but who's coming back uh, to kind of be, I guess, the main villain here, um, which is great. But oh. it, it seems it seems to me so. I'm either on the fence because this was leaked. Um, this they were like okay. put it out. It got right. great reviews, but it's unfinished. We didn't like because I, I don't see a reason 
this feels like it would be a great, great, great trailer if they put like another two weeks of sound design into this in the right places. And it would, it feels very flat. It's flat. Right? It's very flat. It feels very flat. And it feels, but it's also, but there's something about it that works really well. And I think that's why the internet kind of, like when the trailer leaked, the internet was like, this looks amazing. It was getting a lot of like great, like thumbs up, like let's, uh, uh, Dead Reckoning, like looks dope. And I think they were like, fuck it, put it out there. You know, people want this. They don't want the big bombastic trailers anymore. They want these like, like they want, it's a teaser. Give them the atmosphere, let them feel it. Like just put some music and some dialogue in and call this thing, a, call this thing done. But it feels unfinished. I'm, I'm sorry, it does, but it's, I think it still works. I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm now that you say that, though, it does feel like... I think you're right, then. You, yeah. Drew, I think you're the only person in the world that's watched more trailers than me. Um, how many times have you seen that trailer before? What do you mean? Like, in, the style in, as, like, trailer. In, as, I've seen Yeah, that. yeah. Like, no, that's, no, that's. I think that's my so point. The editing feels like it should be a traditional trailer. There's edits in there that don't feel like they belong... Other than mm-hmm. when you would here, do a bump, bump, bump here, with the here. with the pelnum hits, a boom, 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 right? Because mm-hmm. it feels weird for it, it to be atmospheric, but then have these like really like jittery cuts. It's kind of mm. weird. It feels weird. Mm-hmm. It was a trailer yeah. made for people that know Mission Impossible and just need to know it's back, and they're going to get a whole bunch more of the same. Like I'll watch that. Right. I like watching that. That's, that's something I'll put on, sit with a glass yeah. of wine and watch cars run around, and hopefully they say some funny, cool things. I just am tired. I, that's lazy to me. I think that's a lazy trailer. I want, you know, you got all this money. What they spend? Two ninety. You have all this money. Spend a fucking buck or two on the trailer and come up with something that intrigues me and brings people into it. That that trailer to me was lazy. If you and this is trailer talk, right? We're talking about the trailer. I'm not talking about the sure. franchise or the actors or the movie. I'm talking about the trailer itself. I felt the trailer is does not do any job to pull somebody new into the genre. I don't think it. It, it does anything good for people that don't know about it, like Stephanie. I mean, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. it's a cool. How many action trailers have you seen like that, Steph? I, I couldn't tell if that Too was many. Fast and Furious or, mm-hmm. or whatever, some, some show that, that Nick Cage did to pay off his debt. Like, there's no difference in those things. So hmm. why, can't, why can't you make a smarter trailer? Why can't somebody get outside of the box? Because that franchise is so big and there's so much money involved nobody's willing to take a risk they want to do what's tried and true they keep doing it over and over and again and it'll work and it'll it'll make money for them and we'll get the trailer eight look just like that but they'll flip to orange first and then blue mm-hmm. this That'll is fascinating i'm on the same boat as the both of you like as far as like an editing standpoint like I was trying to remember how long the Avatar 2 trailer was, because this just felt, first of all, time-wise, like it was, what, two minutes and 15 seconds of just imagery, and like the imagery was really pretty, I think, like I think there's a lot of interesting looking shots, but at the same point, like, I don't know, like to me it reminded like when I first started editing, and this is no offense to the editors, but like, I would pick music and put it underneath stuff and this was like in high school and like stuff didn't yeah. really match visually together whereas like now like I understand like all those other things that I did not understand in high school and watching this I'm just kind of like yeah it just seems like something some fan made and like kind of like put together like these were my favorite shots from like Mission Impossible to Reckoning like yeah, and yeah. And so, like, I need the audio. Like, I need, like, there was, like, a little bit of dialogue, but the dialogue that they gave me wasn't enough to really pull me in. Like, you know, like what PJ was saying. Like, 
I don't know. I like there. <laughs> it just seems a little like it's from a trailer standpoint. I think it was too long, and I think I agree too. Like um, mixing wise, like that first card that they have in the very beginning was so loud, and then the rest of the trailer was so quiet. And I'm like yeah. turning my audio up. Like I'm like I can't yeah. hear. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Even the dialogue felt like it was like not mixed properly. Like you you couldn't really yeah. hear what he was saying. Like he's whispering, but the music seem to t- overtake it uh, it's interesting mm-hmm. you said that yeah. so crow seven blah is that how you pronounce their name yeah. on the thing they I said think so. i Ian. think i have i have fan bias it got me hyped for the film that's that's who they made it for right i, well, was myself. Say, I mean i i watch it i saw that yeah. i like the green dust the, the that the way they shot it's that and the mm-hmm. and yeah, that getting cool. you know th- that was kind of yeah. cool i like the contrast of the little yellow car in the chase that oh, was I funny that. you know yeah. that's going to be that's going to be a funny moment mm-hmm. uh anytime a motorcycle drives off the cliff i'll watch that um but the rest riding in a desert right fast in the streets him running in the candles i mean who cares uh, I think they made it for the fans. Yeah, I was going to say... I, like, which I, I believe is a mistake. Sorry, one last thing and you do. Mm. It's a mistake because now with everybody starting to go back to the movie theaters, you got to give them something. you got to give them a reason to get out, to go back, don't you think? Mm, I don't know. What, tell that to the 160,000 people or whatever <laughs> yeah. spent money on Top Gun that didn't well, want, Top Gun, want something Top Gun, new. Top Gun... Top Gun was a bit of nostalgia. It was, it's, it's like, what was I it, 86 mean, when they made Speaking of nostalgia, it? this started in yeah, the 60s with this TV show, right? And <laughs> this is, I know, but we've had, this is number seven. 98. Mm-hmm. Or it's not like it was Top Gun. It's not like it was Top Gun 7. Still, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, this is a franchise. You know, like, uh, I don't I never think saw I'd, the trailer. Was the trailer good? The Top Gun trailer? Did you, you see, know, it did wasn't. anybody go see I, the Top Gun? No? I, I saw it. It was good. It was good. I think the thing, too, is like story wise, I haven't seen the second one, but like, um, from like a trailer standpoint, I think too, like story wise, like everything's different. Like this is more like action packed. Like there's mm. a a mission, <laughs> like that they're going on. Whereas like Top Gun is just um, the training. The training, and, yeah, yeah. So like it's just and there's like a little more heart to it. Um, yeah. Well, keep in mind this is supposed to be like the teaser, right? Like we don't even get. We have no idea what's happening in this trailer. Like we have it's a long teaser. teaser. Yeah, this no. Is a I, long teaser. Guys, I saw hundred percent. I think <laughs> I think this was a leak. Like this leaked, and they were like, "Whatever, put it out." Like it, it's getting yeah, great. Like the sense. feedback on this yeah. online was actually that this is a great thing, right now. And might again, to your point, PJ, it might be an echoing chamber of fans who love this franchise and love or mm-hmm. and or love Tom Cruise. And don't get me wrong, I'm one of those. I like Mission. I like. I think the Mission Impossible, the latest Mission Impossible movies were better than the latest James Bond movies. No, and, and, and I know that's like a weird thing to say, but I do think they were more entertaining in some fashion where the James Bond films are like a higher art, right? Like I understand yeah, yeah. that. But from an entertainment value, I thought they delivered in spades. And some of them were even more clever in ways. Uh, so, I, but I, I do hear, I think this, the trip of up pig and I'll let you go. I know we, I've been talking over you, but there, there's a ton of callbacks in this, fo- in this film, in this trailer, sorry of like the previous movies like there's a lot going on here that's calling back to like the last six mission impossible movies which is kind of cool it's almost like the greatest hits action scenes from the from all the other movies so but uh go ahead take it i was just gonna say like i'm probably on the same uh page as ian here the crow seven blah like i'm i'm a fan of these series like i'm not a diehard fan i can't tell you what happened every single one of them you know um oh sorry drew (laughs) bye um your camera just got disabled (laughs) for internet connection um Mm, sorry but uh i i really i like this trailer 
I like the trailer. I like that there's music over it and it's fucking epic music. And then you get these beautiful location shots with like and crazy contrasting colors um like the under uh, um underwater submarine and the desert shot and i just love that i think that's beautiful like the whole mm-hmm. thing screams money to me because <laughs> like, i mean why wouldn't yeah. it, you know i shoot yeah. on some mm-hmm. amazing locations i love rebecca ferguson i love that the cast is back from from the last few um and she looks like she's got some badass fucking fight scenes including the sword fight scene on, on the bridge like, I'm loving this. And I think that's really interesting, like, from an editing and producing point of view that you guys are like, that's not a great trailer. Yet I'm here like, holy shit, this trailer was awesome. Like, I love it. It's so good. I agree that the dialogue that they put in here wasn't great. They could have probably chosen something better. But I like that there's the rest of the film. There's no there's no dialogue. There's just this epic music. And then it's just cut after cut of really incredible action sequences. I am always a bit like why he has a love interest which is ilsa right who's now going to be working for imf i presume uh which is rebecca ferguson's character and she's like sniping she got the patch on it's like oh yeah let's call back to some of those older films it's so good um but he's now like running around the place with Haley atwell which i don't know if we've seen before which i don't remember seeing her in any of them before uh, yeah, I, I don't remember Haley atwell in the other one I may, maybe i'm forgetting but yeah yeah, because, like, Vanessa Kirby was in the last one. Ian's popping in the chat Whoa. as well. Um, she was amazing, yeah. and I love her. She's Black, uh, White Widow. So she's, like, the arms dealer and stuff. The sister to Black Widow. Yeah, the sister to Black Widow. She's, like, an arms dealer, and she's so cousin. badass. Cousin, cousin. They're cousins. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, she's actually the daughter of the arms dealer in the first Mission Impossible, Vanessa Redgrave's character. The very first Mission Impossible? I love yeah. her. Vanessa Redgrave's no character is the arms dealer. She's the daughter. Oh, okay. oh wow. I didn't oh, know. I like that that's stuff. Cool. So that's yeah. really cool. I, I I loved her in the last one. I think she's great. Um, yeah, Haley is new to the franchise. It's confirmed by chat here. Like, I yeah. just think, like, he's running around. And I'm like, half the film is probably going to be with Haley Atwell. No disrespect. Love her. Great, great actress. But I'm oh, like, yeah, yeah but don't her. you have, like, a love interest and shit? Like, what's what's going on? So I'm like, is she part of the plot? Does she need to be protected? Is she, like, what's going on? So that, like, gets me thinking. And mm-hmm. then there's a whole bunch of stuff that just makes me incredibly anxious. <laughs> that I'm like, have I have to see, to see this that. in a movie theater. <laughs> You have to see this in a movie theater because, you know, yeah, what's agree. the difference between all these action movies, right? You know, they just try to up the level of action in it. Sometimes it can get mm-hmm. overboard. Uh, dare I bring up a, an American Justice League movie? Um, the, it gets a little overboard, but if you don't see it on the big screen, I think you lose it. And if you want to, you want to be immersed and just have that. Like I want to see that desert unfold yes. in front of me. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to watch it on my TV at home. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, well, Tom there's something on, special uh, about seeing movies in the theaters. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. and Tom Cruise is on record saying, "I make movies for th- for theaters, like like mm-hmm. for movie theaters." Yeah, like he like that like like uh, I don't know if that's the exact quote, but like he's said that like he's yeah, like I don't I, mean, I don't want to make something for t- he's not going to ever make TV like this is he's he like I'm a movie the star the I make movies, to watch like, and, and I make movies the for the big screen like he's yeah, like yeah. basically the big middle finger to Netflix and every other streaming network. He's just like you're not going to watch my if you want to watch my shit at home after f- four months, great, but. You yeah, know, you have four initially see it in, the, best see it in yeah. the theater. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. In IMAX, um, be great. Yeah, yeah I think it's. Yeah, I think cool. it looks great, and I think it's just it's just an interesting perspective how you guys are saying that it's like it looks poorly edited or poorly put together, and it does make sense now that you said that, like because it's it got leaked, and now they're like pulling something in, just like just fucking release it and add some music. That's interesting because it doesn't feel well, like that to me. Yeah. No, I, I actually think, say it, no. I sense. think I think this was like. 
like 67% done. Like the music wow. is great. It's crazy. The editing is 66. fine. It's 66. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just 69. It feels like it's, How could it's you both missing... miss this opportunity? Uh, I know. God. I'm trying to be polite, Pagan. I'm not to be too On this channel? Get yeah, the fuck out of here. Are you joking me? It's 69%. What have you guys become? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> giggle, giggle. I'm such a child. <laughs> yeah. All right, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, no, it's just, it just feels like everything's like they're like, we locked this edit. It's good. It's ready to give you send off to the sound designer to fucking like polish this thing up sure. and mix it. And it just, it literally feels like we Are locked Are we still picture. talking about sex? No, we were talking about the film now. Oh, maybe. No. Okay, no. got it now. No. Okay, cool. But oh, think about it. Polish PJ. Polish it up. I'm sorry. I got it. 69. I mean, the guy jumps off. So, a what would you do? What, what, of all nice. of these, of all these action movies, right? There's a, this is a genre, right? Like this mm -hmm. style. What's been the most innovative one you've seen in past recollection? Of Mission Impossible's or mm -mm. action films? Just action this style, films? this this James like, but this style, this like the spy espionage thriller, kind, the, the spy thriller, I mean, I, trying uh, to kill somebody. James Bond and Mission Impossible are the gold standard. I don't. Everything else just yeah. feels like, like a Casino Royale is fantastic. On, really, yeah. 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 Casino Royale is probably like yeah, probably yeah. one of the best. Prime. And then, I, of course, I would say John Wick. And it's not super spy John film Wick. or whatever. John John yeah. Wick in an action film has like John redefined Wick, the like stunt franchise. Wick, yeah. I love that. Uh, yeah. What would you consider the assassin in this what world? Remember that movie from way gone by with Natalie Portman? Oh, The Professional? Oh. The Professional. Would with, you consider that Leo this kind of movie? Yeah. Uh, it's a little different. Uh, uh, yeah. I yeah. So, so why is it different? Like, this is a, such an obvious feel to well, it. What is it about these? Well, I think it's a smaller scale. I mean, you look at The Professional. I mean, it was like, like what, what was that budget? Like, maybe $2 million? Like... <laughs> you know, this was like uh, Luc Besson before he became famous from like Fifth Element and stuff like that. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. You know, I just think like when you're, uh, what is this budget for this movie? Like uh, two hundred million. I think yeah, it's all in the stunts. Million. I think it's just like the stunts are what make this movie. I mean, yeah. You know, there's for I think like I think that's like the, like absolutely James Bond is very different. Whereas Tom Cruise, it's like he's in the movie and it's like, OK, what's he going to do in this movie? Like, oh, he drove a car off this roof onto the next and then parachuted off of it like before it explodes. Like, I mean, I think that for this is like probably yeah. what makes the movies. not that I, I haven't seen them, but I've heard about the it's the thrill. Like it is totally. the <laughs> Yeah. Thrill. Yeah. And I do appreciate all of the all of the Mission Impossible movies, except for like the last three or four, were actually pretty different. Like when you when you consider like Brian De Palma did the first one, which is uh, pretty back. much an art. Film. I love like, Brian yeah. De Palma. Do you remember that yeah. movie he did called Blowout way back in the day with John Travolta? I don't Travolta. know if I saw that one. Uh, oh, yeah. have I seen that? Yeah, actually. it's a great little it's a great little yeah. noir thriller if you ever want to yeah, watch. Yeah, I mean, and the fact that he was doing a movie like like Mission Impossible like seemed like crazy back then and it was great i think the original still holds up qu quite well and it's actually more in line with the old tv series as far as like the the whole mission impossible stick of it right like it felt mm. very in line like very clear callbacks and more through line to the tv show where the ones now feel more movie eyes and big movie like budget yeah. like they feel like they've They've definitely skewed more into the stunts and the crazy, the crazy, 
versus more in the streamlined spy world like espionage all in the game brings up a good one the Bourne trilogy i'd put that in this space yes the original jason Bourne film is awesome Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah. i love that one fantastic movie that was better why that's almost the same kind of movie but i love that first one it's more subtle it's it's less in the it's it's less in your face about Action, really action, just action, action. Very There's few a lot of action drama in between beats as well. in that movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're absolutely Is right. Is it true that, that the that the, the comedy Get Smart was based off of oh, of uh, Mission Impossible? <laughs> yeah. The original the I TV love series. That movie. Yeah, with uh, Steve Carell. And uh, was the rocket okay. that no, too? No, that's the remake. That's the remake, but there was an original uh-huh. TV series back oh, in the 60s. Oh, was it really? Uh, yeah. Or was it or was it off James Bond movies? Um, probably a combo. Yeah, I thought I thought it was um, based off of James Bond, but then if you say that it was Mission Impossible, that would also make sense. But I'd imagine it would be based off of any of the spy films. So Man from Uncle probably could be in there as well. Yeah, yeah, Man from Uncle. Forgot about Man from Uncle. Yeah, the the that, remake that of that was fantastic as well. Also with yeah. Vanessa Kirby. So. Yeah, yeah, that was She's surprisingly really good. I'm surprised <laughs> it didn't wasn't she do in better. that. Hold on. Maybe uh, I've been wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't think so. Vanessa Kirby, I don't think was in that. I Maybe I know her from The Crown. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She plays Margaret. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mike H. Ghost Protocol is the best Mission Impossible. You know, it was pretty good. I, it, it's weird. I have a weird nostalgia for the for one and two. I don't know why. When John Woo did the second Mission Impossible, I just loved the change oh, of kind John of direction ah, sorry. in that Welcome film. Uh, and it felt like it was just... It was just wild. Like, it felt like I was watching just this pure... That actually feels more like John Wick than any of the other mission puzzles. It feels more like action-oriented gunplay kind of style, very, like, slow-mo doves mm-hmm. flying in the back. You know, like, it's just, it feels... Yeah, yeah. And I guess that's very why much. I really, like, I wish they kept this going. I feel like, who's directing this one? It's Christopher McQuarrie. I think he hasn't he done the last few. I, I, when they land on a director, um. they all sort of, like, Harry Potter did this, too. I liked when Harry Potter <laughs> had different directors for each Me, movie. too. <laughs> because the tone It changed it. F- like, Columbus had the, had the tone in the beginning. And yes, he what did. What was the one, what was the one where everybody uh, was all of a sudden in their regular clothes and it was a lot darker? So, uh, it's it Harry Potter one? and the uh, Ask of, uh, Prisoner of Azkaban? Yes, Man. that one. Who directed mm-hmm. that one? That, that I like that director, but it, That's that a whole great. Um He actually changed. recently directed, um... Oh my god! Uh, oh fuck! Sorry, hold on. Let me just <laughs> let me just read. Spot on the Uncharted Three. Yeah, yeah. Alfonso yeah. Cuarón. No, mm-hmm. Yeah, Alfonso yeah. Cuarón. I love him. Yes, yeah, yeah, is, yeah. Um, He directed the point Gravity, out. the yeah. one with some. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I just don't like. It was yeah. just. It got dark. Harry Potter got dark. I love the first Harry Potter. I just oh, love really? it. Wonder I Man liked it when movie. it got dark. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I love that. Yeah. I did too. Yeah. But I also liked the different tones. Like I don't mind when mm-hmm. different directors take on a different franchise and give it their spin as long as they're like have that idea in their well, head. Well, it gives it something new. It. Gives it, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I guess mm-hmm. that's why I'm a little bit like uh, like again when the last like four Harry Potter films were all done by the same director. They all felt like I was like, what am I going to this? There wasn't anything new here. I totally mm. agree with you. I actually don't and like anything after three. So the, f- the yeah. fourth to the eighth movie, I hated them. I think Goblet of <laughs> Fire is like, perfect. They should have just oh, ended I love it Goblet after Fire. that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I never saw the last was, one. Uh, but then the same thing here. It's like all these Mission Impossibles are like Macquarie's taking on the last two or three. Couple, um, yeah, yeah. And it's just they all start to feel the same. And I'm not, I, I guess I don't get excited. But I this trailer, yeah. though, like there's some really cool, like, 
I guess again, my nostalgia starts to come in. Like, there's a, there's a shot where the, he's on top of a train and it's going hyper. Mm-hmm. That's a callback to the very first Mission Impossible. Yeah. The car chase is a total callback from I think the third one with the tiny car. It's also a Born Identity. Kind yeah. Of, uh, callback. Uh, there's the like a, yeah, the runnings, which is in every film. <laughs> I mean, every film, yeah. <clears throat> the, I mean, the jumping off the cliff. I mean, he's how many times has he jumped off a fucking cliff and lived? I mean. Mm. It just feels like, and then the callback to the original with uh, uh, the actor, uh, I'm blanking on the actor's name, but the the character's name, what was his, Kittred? Kittredge? Kittredge from the very first Kittredge, one? yeah, he's, he's actually yeah, so in the trailer for this one. Yeah, yeah, he's in the trailer. And, I mean, old you show and him great, in but the beginning, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's literally like the guy who betrays Ethan and his team in the very first scene in, in the movie yeah, that's in right. the very first movie so it's super cool that they're able to like bring it all the way back right like find that through point right and i'm, I'm kind of here for that because uh they all don't have that yeah. through point but if there's some way it's sort of like uh, and i mentioned this on the last trailer talk where avengers endgame and affinity war sort of made like other films in the marvel franchise like bearable because they found a through point that says like you know what dark world is important to the to the character growth yeah. of these characters. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, but that movie's garbage, but maybe I should go rewatch that because maybe I'm missing <laughs> something. So it's, it's kind of interesting when they start to like tie these things together. It's kind of fun uh, yeah. and to have that thought. I don't know. I'm kind of here for that in a way, in a weird way. It's the kind of modern way of doing movies franchises. Yeah. When they, when they wind the narratives together, I think you're right. I think it, mm-hmm. it's cool because especially if you are a fan of the series, you're like, Oh, 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 you know, uh, mm-hmm. it's yeah. great. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate that kind but of if, narrative, too. But if you're Stephanie and don't give a shit, and this trailer's like, eh, or PJ. You know, well, yeah, but I, I think, think the, like, would I Stephanie go inter- and see this without seeing anything else? Like, would you just go and watch this, Stephanie, without seeing any well, of the others? The or would you be the compelled to watch this? I would have to go back. Yeah, I right? It's like, ha- it's like homework. It's like the, the MCU now <laughs> is so convoluted. It is. It's just so many things you got to watch. You're watching movies. It's not like you actually have to do math. It's for the fans, I and I, I understand. <laughs> Talk about building community and giving it to them. I, I'm all for that. I, but I, this like, movie I is feel two like hours long. Wotek is uh, not one. having fun with this one. <laughs> yeah, we live in a day. Horses, yeah, goon, yeah. It's it's mm-hmm. Uncharted three. Uh, it's it also is. Uncharted three and Metal Gear Solid with the sniper and the eye and the eye patch. Mm. Uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you, so good. Where are my Metal Gear Solid fans? Um, it's just some guys that in development going stealing it from a video game going. It's these guys in development stealing them from a video game going, no one will know. Yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> totally. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> video games aren't even time. a thing. Don't worry about it. Nobody will know. I'm not even shitting you. They movies do that shit all the time. Oh, they my God. They literally steal from the <laughs> video game and think they, think they invented they it. Yeah. Mm. So with Uncharted. They're like, listen, guys, but we're also, just going to make this into a video. But also video games steal from movies. So, like, Uncharted is literally Indiana mm-hmm. Jones. So, a thousand I mean, percent. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not, uh, like, give credit where credit's due. True, true, true. Um, so, yeah, I, don't, I, I had a train of thought and it totally, I totally lost it. Uh, but you oh no, I was going to say up. you were. Yeah, I know, but I was going to say one last point is we live in a day and age where we can stream anything we want at any time, wherever, right? So like mm-hmm. all the Mission Impossible movies live on Netflix or Amazon or so like if you're like if you saw this trailer and were like, eh, maybe I'll go back and rewatch those or watch those for the very first time. It's very easy to do that versus mm-hmm. back in the day you'd be like, holy fuck, that's like eighty thousand dollars at Blockbuster that I don't have. <laughs> money or time to like yeah. you know what i'm saying it just there's a lot more work involved to do something like now it's like eh, what are you doing tonight let's let's rewatch all the mission impossibles i mean not all of them but you can get through one i actually really enjoy yeah. watching those franchises though like i really enjoy being like oh will we marathon something so and maybe not just on one sitting obviously but we'd be like oh great you know the new stranger things is coming out for example let's go back and watch all of them together 
or the Alien franchise because there's so many of them. You could go back and sit and watch them. The, the Lord of the Rings trilogy, we do that all the time. We don't really do the like the, the trilogy, like the Hobbit trilogy. No, that, no. but the the, the, you know the original Lord of the Rings trilogy. You know, fine. You know what I rewatched the other day while I was on a plane? Go for it. They didn't have a lot to choose from. <laughs> Replacements <laughs> with Keanu Reeves. Did you ever see that movie, the, that football, the movie, football movie, where the yeah, strike and they bring him in? And they, yeah, it's a yeah. good movie. It's, it's pretty a funny. good movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Watch that. I, I, I enjoyed that who's, movie. Who's the and love John Favreau's in it. Brooke She's Langton? a really pretty girl. I don't remember her name. She never her. went anywhere though. Like she didn't Brooke do Langton much afterwards. Is her name. Yeah, what did her she name do is after Brooke that? Langton. Not much. Brooke Langton. Yeah. I remember, like, I thought she has continued acting until 2019. So. Mostly yeah. TV series. Uh, you know, before I, I, I know we started this segment. We kind of missed it last week. And, and let me know if you guys we could skip it this week because uh, I know we we were like scrambling to prepare for this <coughs> episode. Okay. Uh, but I, I don't know if we, if anybody has anything they have been watching or that want to recommend. I know PJ, you kind of been had a lot of things at the beginning oh, before we went live of some stuff. You, or oh, you just, I'm uh, I'm 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 watching and I highly recommend uh, and I don't remember what it's called now. It's the TV series about uh, the Lakers dynasty and I'm not a basketball fan and I am loving the show the way it's shot, the way the audio is edited, the flashbacks. It's just it's a fascinating piece of film to watch. And uh, Riley, John C. Riley is amazing in it. Winning so, Time? Uh, highly is that what it's called? Winning hi- Time? Yeah, Winning Time. That's it. Yep. Um, I am and that's on Netflix? That. Or no? HBO. HBO, I think. HBO? HBO Max? Mm-hmm. It's, it's HBO. Yeah, and then Maria's talking about Love, Death, and Robots. Of course, I binge-watched oh. that whole season when it came out. It, uh, But uh, check out the, 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 what was Winning, it called? Winning Time? The Rise Winning of the time. Lakers Dynasty? Yeah, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm really liking it. Cool. What about, what about you, Stephanie? you have anything? Altered Carbon is something I think about all the time because really? it's a good show, good show. It is a good and show. they, I really wanted a third season, but it's okay. You only got we'll two. We'll be fine with yeah, just two. That was a good show. Did it's they, did, really is good it show. official? Did they, did they officially say there's not going to be a third? Oh, that's yeah. Great. It's over. And it didn't end, yeah. right? At the end of the second, it was kind of just like yeah. floating a bit. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, it was an floating. okay ending. Um, yeah. But it's a good show. It's a, it's a sci-fi. Like the first season's very like film noir, like detective-esque, and. Um, the second season is without i'm not gonna drop any spoilers but it's a little different <laughs> but it's all like very cool like sci-fi um renee is it renee elise goldberry or uh what's her name renee yeah elise, but she's in it and uh i'm blanking on it jonathan Kinnam- krasinski yeah uh, Kinnam- or no, not krasinski. joel, joel kinnaman uh, joel kinnaman yeah kinnaman joel, yeah. joel kinnaman's then, great uh, yeah. anthony mack <clears throat> Yeah. Wasn't in the second season. Yeah. Um, but it's a really hey, good Cre- show. Creed's online. Hey, Creed. Oh, hello. Hey, Creed. Hey, Creed. Uh, what about you, Pagan? You got anything here? Stranger Things 4. Stranger motherfucking things, friends. Get on it. PJ, I don't even fucking care, man. Binge watch it. Sit I'm down and it. strap you to the chair. I have. <laughs> I'm on episode Sh- four. I've, of the, yeah, of I think the, I finished episode four. Of the new season? Of the four. I watched the, the whole season. thing for you guys. Okay. I kind of skip through two and three. Episode four. I watched the whole thing. I skipped <laughs> through like over two. two. <laughs> I, I actually, I watched part one, then I skipped over two entirely, and I watched one in the end on three, and I was like, I got it. Two's really good. Mm-hmm. Two's actually I, really good. And right. then I'm into four. Episode four in, my, in, my, in, my, in <clears> season <throat> seven. It's called Dear Billy, and it is the fucking greatest piece of television that I have seen in a very long time. 
it is so good i would really love to hear your opinions on that um, but yeah which stranger which things in general is fantastic you. it's just really really good this season i've watched all the seven episodes currently waiting for the final bits in in july and it's just really well written it's much darker than i think the others have been um they're very yeah. scary some some it's new really characters well love it oh it's so yeah. good it, uh, i think they this is game of thrones money i think they put up something like 20 million an episode or something yeah. Yeah. really it's really Crazy well shot bit, it's, yeah. yeah it's stupid listen money. netflix charges a lot for membership but the content <laughs> and it keeps going up yeah yeah worth it totally yeah. but you guys are <laughs> just as little as seven as little as seven years ago people would make a joke you're going oh you know go straight to netflix and stuff yep. like that when you True. make a movie yeah. and now you think house of cards yeah change and now you now, now you is. want that netflix deal i remember mm-hmm. when we were when we were shooting con man it was just like oh it's gonna go straight to netflix yeah. it was just like we'd be lucky to get on netflix now yeah mm. uh i i agree i agree uh i i w- season four is, is strong uh i agree with all that stuff. yeah highly been, recommend it's fantastic well. uh I, you know it, it's a roll off uh what stephanie was talking about joel kinnaman uh he's in another series that i'm really excited about that comes out june 10th called for Season three of For All Mankind on yes. uh, Apple Plus. Mm. God, th- guys, if you're into space <laughs> at all, like any sort of like, um, like not, and I'm not talking like science fiction. I'm just talking mm-hmm. about like into like, space. you know, the space program, like space, like as like, you know, astronauts, that sort of vibe. This is a show for you. It is like kind of an alternate history's take on what the sci- what the space program would be like if we were beat to the moon by uh, the russians and so it takes off from there season one's about like the race to the moon and the russians beat us and kind of how the space program would change basically the th- the theory is that everything would be accelerated because we don't lose as americans and so in season three they're the the race is now to mars right and we're only in the 70s or 80s i think we're yeah, in the 80s in the now 80s now wow. uh so so like imagine like we're if we were racing to mars in the so it's very cool it's it's a very grounded uh play on that uh on the world so it's very like character driven don't go expecting like a lot of action sci-fi stuff it's very character yeah, driven it's it. very real real world driven but done very well uh so hmm. check that out go go rewatch season one season two is even better somehow i didn't season think two possible. is fantastic <laughs> i have to say it's so good you had recommended that to to us before i think either on trailer talk or maybe when we were in a meeting and then adam and i were looking for something to watch after morning show we watched that on apple tv plus as well um and i was like look i mean for all my kinds on so we'll have a look and i think i kind of lost interest halfway through the first episode and i was like i'm kind of not in the mindset so Adam watched the first two episodes um, and then I started coming back in and I was like, oh my God, this show is so good. And season two, you're right, I think is actually far better. Um, yeah. Very, very, the stakes are very a little higher. No one's waiting for Orville season, Orville season three. No one's waiting for that. Uh, What's Orville? Yeah. It's a, it's a, I fucking loved Orville. It's a, loved God, I, listen, yeah, don't get me started on what's his First face. it was a spoof. Uh, and then it got serious. Like now they're kind of like trying to be a real sci-fi a show. A real sci-fi show. Yeah, it's oh. kind of interesting. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> like if they spoof Star Trek, but then decided like, you know what, this is actually a pretty good Star Trek show. We're just gonna make yeah. that. Okay, yeah, Seth so MacFarlane. All right. Okay. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's actually pretty good if you were to if you could remove Seth MacFarlane out of it, I'd actually probably you hate him. It. I like Seth. MacFarlane. I love him. I, I like funny. him a lot. I just, the only problem I when I watch him, I just keep thinking about all the voices. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. All his voices. 
cool. It's, it's, you know when you, you know when someone just feels smug and you don't know him, you just never met him, but you're always every time you see him, you're just like that guy just feels smug. That's kind of Seth MacFarlane to me. I don't yeah. know what it is. It, he, it might be just be his rich face. Smug, you know how though, you know how some people are like smug. I just want to punch uh, Ryan Reynolds. Some people just want to punch Ryan Reynolds. I just think really Seth MacFarlane's just I love smug. Ryan Reynolds. Me too. I, mean, no, I, li- I like him too. But some people who who was on here the other day? I was like I want to punch Ryan Reynolds. Paul Both. See, remember when yeah, Paul, Paul Both? I think it was Paul Both, and we were all like, <laughs> "That's true." Drama. Drama. All right, Riddles, look the hour. I'm not going to be here next week. It is uh, this next Tuesday is my birthday. I'm going to be drinking <gasps> wine somewhere. It's your birthday. You we can't do a birthday sesh. Birthday with trailer talk. Oh no, my birthday's on Sunday. I'll, I'm going away next week. So. <laughs> what is happening? The seventh. I'll be. Don't I won't be here. Know when your birthday is, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Oh my God! And you're like, I'm still not gonna be here. Fuck all you. Your birthday's on Sunday. That's amazing. Happy birthday! Yeah, dude. You're gonna be 35. Thanks. I am. uh, Yeah, 36. 34. 32. I put a year on. I'm sorry. I met a guy over the weekend who was a year older than me and looked way fucking younger. I was so like, genetics. It's, it's I think I have to dye my hair. I gotta dye my hair. No, don't you dare. No, don't you fucking dare, sir. Yeah, you silver fox. True. Well, happy birthday for All right, Drew, Sunday. take her home. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Thank thanks, you. everybody. Thanks for joining us on Trailer Talk. Uh, we will be here next week, maybe maybe with PJ and, and his birthdayness. Uh, in the meantime, you can follow this show uh watch on mm-hmm. youtube watch us on youtube you can also listen to us as a podcast wherever you listen to podcasts like itunes spotify all that jazz pocket cast you name it uh, we can you can also re-watch this episode and uh catch up on all things couch soup on couchsoup.com we put out new articles but subscribe hit that con- subscribe content. button and the ding subscribe. button and all that other stuff all that stuff man come over to love. couch soup we got a crazy community Peace. we got uh we got a little circle that's going on like like pagan just put out an argument about aliens you should go <laughs> and get on yes. there and because it's going crazy uh the, the shit that we have some good debates so we've got some good debates yeah we have some good debates i mean good is is maybe tentative i don't know if that one is solid but only because you're wrong <laughs> and everyone else is right that's what i'll put the out there but continues. uh come join the community it's a great that's a great hang and thank you guys <laughs> And until next week, we will see you then. Let us know what, what you want us to react to. Yeah, could absolutely. Please out. Could, could be Bye, everybody. y'all. I don't know. <laughs> Good night. See you later. Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts.